Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland on Tuesday, November 8th, Election Day, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray. And before we do anything else, I would just like to encourage everybody exercise your to vote. One of the greatest things this country is made of is our ability to vote. Don't waste it. All right. And the disparity in who is the uh, capitalist and who is the uh, altruist also exercise the opportunity to join YAA right now. Join YAA.com. We can help you buy a car, sell a car. Yeah. Insure the thing, get a warranty on it, and now finance and refinance as well. You like what I did there? I I did. So, yeah. Nice eye. All right. Eye infection update day two. Still pretty screwed up, to be honest. But thank you, everyone, for uh, the kind comments and wishing me well, Dad. Things are not going well in the used car market. The losses are adding up, baby. They are adding up. And honestly, the deterioration of the used car market seems to be getting worse and worse each week. We'll be talking about the latest Black Book data. We have the Mannheim data as well. What impacts that'll have on your trade-in, what that's worth, if you're going to sell a car in the market, if you're going to buy the end of this year, beginning of next year, we'll talk about all that. We also had Dad Vroom, their Q3 earnings, man. We are looking like a stronger company than Vroom, (laughs) and that is saying something. So Vroom, we've got some earnings there. We've got a big, really, you've got to be kidding me, from Carvana. So not just digging into their earnings, just talking more about that experience and some other odds and ends as well. How's that all sound? It's all news to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Looks like you got clocked a day or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fighter, so definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Dad, let's kick things off with the black book data. Let me pull it up on the screen and we can all review it together. Drum roll, please. Not, oh, not literally. Very, very fragile desk here. Okay. Another of nearly 1% declines in the used car market. Dad, what is the TLDR? Too long, didn't read. Yeah. What's, what's the I TLDR? I don't know. It was too damn long. I didn't read. But. It was over a 1% decline. Um, last week, it was uh, 1.19% for the entire market, 1.47% for cars. This week, the car segment cooled slightly. That dropped yeah. a 1.28% decline across the board. Uh, the truck segment, well, that cooled a little bit as well. That dropped to uh, 0.94%. Um, and the overall market dropped one05 um, another week of at least a percentage point decline. We have been seeing this for a number of weeks now, um, and it doesn't appear as if it's going to end anytime soon. Uh, we say it week after week. I read the comments week after week. Oh, I don't see any changes in the prices where oh, I You are seeing the changes. No more of that BS. The prices are going down. It's not just wholesale. It is so obvious it's retail as well. Yes. Now, that's not to say that the prices are good, or that's not to say that the prices have returned to pre-COVID level uh, retail levels. Will they ever? Probably not. But what it is to say is that they're moving in a downward direction. 
slowly, too slowly for most people, but it at least is moving in the right direction. They're moving downward. Not as quickly as most people would like, but they're moving downward. Let's look at this then. This is the Mannheim used vehicle value index. Yes. Mannheim runs all of the auto auctions. We could do it in a lot of Okay, most of them. Adessa, which is owned by Carvana now, runs the other auto auctions. And ACV is the one other player, and they're pretty tiny in the grand scheme of things. I know, but those are the three big ones. Yeah, you know, the biggest one is Mannheim. Okay, Mannheim's owned by Cox. Cox (laughs) owns everything. Uh, Cox rules the world. (laughs) I've heard that. Now, when we look at the Mannheim used vehicle value index, that goes all the way back to 1995. Okay. okay. It's always been around 100. It's gone up. It's gone down. Great recession, right? It, it, it fell off. When we were going through the pandemic, it shot up to levels we never even thought were, were possible. Yes. And obviously, all of us as consumers, we felt this as well because we saw used cars selling for more than their original MSRP. Yes. Do we ever expect it to get back down to this, I don't know, 125, where it was back in 2015 and everything like that? Do we expect the value index to ever go all the way back down there? I'll be the first one to wave the flag and say no. Well, Inflation it depends. It depends. If, 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 there's a, if there's a depression or a great another great recession, um, that could cause pricing to go down to those levels again. If, however, there is not, um, no, I, I wouldn't suspect that they will drop to those levels. But with interest rates going up, um, affordability becoming a greater issue, uh, the number of people that can actually afford to be in the market shrinking. Um, so yes, I think we will continue to see wholesale values to go down, and we will see retail asking prices going down. Um, and you know, we, you could go to our website, you could search used cars, you can pull up for yourself to see what's happening. Let's do one. So, Let's so that the overpriced car that was way overpriced 90 days ago is less overpriced today. Yes, it still might be overpriced, or more than likely it's still overpriced, but at least it's at a more reasonable overpriced amount than it was prior i'm doing it live dad let's i mean do you want to search for a particular vehicle i don't just care pull just, one? Pick, just pick one and we always do in our area so let's change the zip code let's okay. go out to arizona yeah so we always do we always do here in our area let's go to arizona okay uh let's do let's do a tesla really quick okay because they have taken it in the in, in the shorts man like terribly yeah. this is a model x a 2017 model x with fifty nine thousand miles on it okay it's been on the dealer's lot for 200 days at pinnacle nissan i know that store oh man i'm nervous yeah price history of this bad boy $73,490. They've been fluctuating that price like crazy, but where are we today? Sixty-two grand. Seems to have dropped. All right, let's look at another one. Not a Tesla, nothing. Okay, nothing so Mini specific. Cooper. Let's do a Mini Cooper. Sure. This is also at Pinnacle Dad. 137 <laughs> days on the market. Yeah, maybe if, they should adjust what they're doing. Yeah, maybe they should. Yeah. If you need help, by the way, if you're going to go buy this Mini, use our yeah. email templates. Yeah. It's free. Just use the damn email template. Yeah. We can help you out that way. 137 days on the market that they wanted $21,995 for it, currently asking $19,330. And earlier this month, they were at $17,982. Print this out. Take so, it to them. So if you went in and said, okay, let's talk about this car, but let's talk about this car at $17,982. How much more will you take off from that? I mean, this is how you do it. This is how you negotiate it. 
I don't know what the zip code is. I'm just putting something random in. I don't even know if it'll work. Nope, that was not a zip code, evidently. Okay, um, cool. Do you know? Give me another zip code. Uh, 19064. Thank you. You're welcome. We're going to look at one more here. Okay. Uh, Kia Stinger, Kia Forte. Yeah, you well, want those are new. Uh, yeah, let me do used. Thank you. Yeah. Used a Mitsubishi Outlander. Okay. Let's look at a Mitsubishi Outlander, a reasonably to. priced vehicle. This is over at Scott Kia of Springfield. Oh, it's around the corner from your uncle. Yeah, that's where my uncle lives. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back in July, they wanted $23,931. Uh-huh. 19,993. It's come down. And dad, we even saw um I'll pull it up here in just a second, but car dealership guy, he tweeted this, yeah, just just an hour ago. Yes. Love car dealership guy. He's actually yes. now promoting and and working with us on the vehicle service contracts, the extended warranties for yes. the official vehicle service contract of car dealership guy. Just saw a 2022 Ford F150 run at auction. Perfect condition report, less than 1,000 miles. Wholesale market value listed at 85 grand. Highest bid <laughs> Was seventy five thousand five hundred. I read through the replies. It was a no sale. Yeah, it was a no sale because the floor price was too high. And Dad, that's what we saw more and more of this week in the Black Book report. The sales rate dropped to fifty three percent, and they said it wasn't because there were a lack of buyers. No, the buyers are there. The sellers, the sellers are holding out hope that something dramatic is going to change uh, to cause wholesale values to uh, suddenly spike and go up. Um, and and I'm not sure that they will. You know, I'm sh I'm guessing that a lot of these dealers are thinking, well, after today, which is election day, um, things will change. Um, you know, I, I don't know what's going to change that that would allow wholesale values to spike upwards. Um, there's a couple things that are that are going up that are taking more and more people out of the. Uh, retail used car market and as you get into that dad there's also more and more things that are increasing the supply so you're going to talk about things that are impacting demand driving demand down this article was literally published this morning uh -huh. on cnbc a publication that we have also been, been published on just saying auto loan delinquencies rise as loan accommodation programs end so you're about to talk about why demand is going to continue to go down at the same time everyone needs to understand well supply is about to increase as well yes and demand is going to continue to go down because the cost of financing continues to go up, which means affordability-wise, on a monthly basis, less vehicles are affordable for fewer people. Um, and, and it's shrinking the amount of people that can actually be in the market for a car, that find themselves comfortable being in the market for a car. So if if your customer base is shrinking and there's an affordability issue with what you're trying to sell, ultimately, the way you move those products, at least in my lifetime that I've seen, is you lower the damn price, okay? <laughs> when, there's, when there's issues like that, you know, to spur sales, to move things along, I don't know, to create cash flow because, damn it, cash flow is king. The way you do it is you lower the price. Are we going to see a plethora of dealer groups go under or, you know, when we when we 
we've been in this industry on this side for three years and yes. we've seen dealer consolidation at higher and higher levels each year. Yes. Do you think this is going to spur on even more consolidation? Because there are some dealers who simply won't be able to take the loss of all of this inventory that they're now underwater on. It's the same phenomena that individual consumers have. They overpaid for cars yes. and they can't afford them anymore. Yes. And, 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 you know, fresh dealers and by fresh dealers, dealers that never had to deal with a major downturn yep. before or major increases in um, interest rates, uh, either for floor plan or for the consumers. Yep. Um, those dealers that have never lived through that, who've never experienced that. Yeah, they 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 might not know exactly how to react. And, and yes, they might need to be bailed out. Somebody can come in and buy them. Uh, dealers that have been around forever, they've been through this before, okay? So they know what to do. They, they, know, they know how to sustain uh, their businesses. And they also understand that the thing that drives the public when um, there's less people buying is to lower the price. It's just, it, it's what, you know, I, I had a, I had an area vice president and his whole theory on selling to customers was if the customer keeps saying, no, you haven't lowered the price enough yet. You just keep lowering the price until the customer finally says yes. Well, you know, we've gone through 18, almost 24 month period of time where there was such a shortage of cars. Yep. Um, that that salespeople uh, just became entrenched in the pricing. Dealerships became entrenched with their pricing. Well, the price is the price, damn it. Either you pay it or the guy right behind you will. Well, now when they look at you and they go, well, either you payment or, oh, wait a second, there is no guy right behind you that will, okay? Because there's fewer people in the market. So... The way you're going to move the market again is to finally get back into the way things have worked forever. And that is when there's a lack of supply, the price goes and, and there's a yep. high demand, the price goes up. When there's a lack of demand, but the supply has gone up, then the price is going to go down. That's how you move those products. And we are seeing this, to be clear, every day. I went to the Success Stories channel here down on the community forum, and there are 600 plus <laughs> success stories. And more recently, people getting vehicles under advertised price, Absolutely. under MSRP. And it's in, it's been fantastic to see. I mean, this is a, uh, where was it here? I had this one. First timer with amazing results. Beautiful car that got purchased for, mm -hmm. for under asking price. We had that <clears throat> used Camry, $700 under advertised. So we are starting to see, we talked about leaning towards the buyer's market. It's not a buyer's market because rates are terrible now. Yes. And because, you know, prices are still super inflated from where they were five years ago. But you know what? That is the new market and you can get a deal. You well, can you get can a deal. You can get a better deal than, than, than what you, you were can able negotiate. to negotiate. Yes. And, and, and so if you're just looking at prices and you're just checking prices and you're never going into a dealership and actually having a conversation and threatening to buy the damn car, then why are they going to come down? Okay. So you have to go in and you have to actually, you know, Hey, here I am. Here's my money. Here's my credit. app pay. Here's my ability to actually complete this transaction. And you know what? They're not going to want you to leave in today's market 
without actually trying to sell you the car. So you 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 can't just spend time looking at what the asking price is. Yes, it's important to know what that is. Yes, it's important to know how many days it's been on the lot. All those things are important. The most important aspect of it now is you being there, threatening to actually relieve them of a vehicle in their inventory. And because you're there and, and you, you have the ability to actually buy the vehicle, guess what? More likely than not, they're going to work with you. And if you're at a dealership that will not go to a dealership that will because they are out there. 100% they are. We're seeing more and more stories yes. every day. Dad, great questions coming in about Carvana. And if yes. they were to go bankrupt, what yes. would that do for other dealers? And also, what would that do for the inventory of used vehicles? I think this is a super interesting question. Yes. We have a video that will be dropping at some point today on the main channel talking about Carvana and their earnings. But let's talk a little bit about this. Could Carvana go bankrupt? It's a could, possibility. Could Carvana get acquired by another company? That's a possibility. That's a possibility. And would their inventory, their 100,000 units of inventory, ever just flood onto the market? I don't think so, because whoever owns that inventory realizes that if that floods onto the market, they're going to lose a lot of money. They're going to no, try and but, liquidate it, you know, in a, in a somewhat pragmatic way. Well, you know, if first of all, you have to start thinking to yourself, if, if Carvana found themselves in a position that, and, and they very well might, shortly because you know their stock continues to tank yep um so if they find themselves in a position that they just can't continue the business well you know start thinking to yourself who who could possibly be a player for their inventory Automation. Would, it, would it would it be large dealer publicly traded dealer groups could it be somebody like carmax who is the largest seller of pre-owned cars in this country yep um, could it, could it be, um, rental companies? Look, I doubt, doubt that. that one, but the two that stand out to me would be CarMax and large dealer groups. Yeah. And would either one of them be interested possibly in buying those vehicles so that they could liquidate quickly so that they could raise some cash? Yes. But it would be for pennies on the dollar. If, 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 um, they have a car that that they have, I don't know, $30,000 in. Maybe, maybe, and, and, and the car is really worth $25,000. You know, maybe CarMax or, or AutoNation or Penske or Sonic or whoever it is, you know, will offer them $20,000. Yep, exactly. Okay. It might offer this, them 60 cents on the dollar. This, to be clear, the, the challenge is that Carvana, Vroom, I'll stick with just those two right now, yeah. are facing, will ultimately just drive used car prices down even more. And in, an, and in a rising rate environment, I can say that I feel like with a lot of confidence. It's not going to – Carvana CEO even came out and said the fourth quarter is going to be worse than the third quarter. Yeah. And we can assure you it will be worse. Yes. Their stock might not perform worse because they've already priced in how terrible it's going to be. Yes. Although maybe it could go even lower. But well, it's it's lost 53% since they're – In like three days. So uh, Yeah, since they're, they announced their, my point their being earnings though, Dad, or lack thereof. My point being yeah. the pressures on the used car market. And this is not so much new car. We should talk a little bit about that because there's also an indicator on the new car side that is also making me think used car prices will go down even further. The used car market debt is under an immense amount of pressure. And there's a lot of fundamental pieces, big players like a Carvana that could go under and will add even more pressure, downward pressure 
on used car prices. Well, and here's the key for for whoever it is, whatever players that come in and and buy Carvana's inventory. Okay, and you've heard me say this before. Dealers make their money when they buy their cars. So if those pe those players with the deep pockets that can go in and actually afford to buy out Carvana's overvalued inventory, um, you know, if 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 they buy that that car that Carvana owns for thirty thousand, that's worth maybe twenty five thousand, and they buy it for twenty, well, that doesn't mean that you know they're not going to try and sell it for twenty seven. Yep. Okay. They're they're gonna they're gonna be in a position where they can make a lot of money now, if if they were if they were just interested in creating quick cash flow if they bought it for twenty and they knew the market was twenty seven but they wanted to sell it quickly, you know maybe they sell it for twenty five maybe they sell it for twenty four, the price is still lower than it had been by quite a bit yep. for for retail customers out there. And they're still making a nice profit, and they're buying it well below market value, and they're selling it well below retail market value, and still making a killing. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I I see it not happening necessarily in the next couple of weeks, because if I'm coming in from the outside, I'm, I'm going to buy Carvana. Why wouldn't I just wait another month or two? Because they're going to be in even more pain. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, there's no indicator that says Carvana is going to be in a better position than, uh, you know, than uh, uh, well, than and, they are right now, and and you know, truth be told, um, we're coming up on two of the slowest months of the year for everybody in the retail automobile business. That's January and February. And if Carvana has a bad fourth quarter, which they're already telling investors we're going to, they're going to have a terrible January and February. Well, you know, what are they going to have cash wise to be able to November eighth. 12.21 p.m. Eastern Time, 2022. You yeah. heard it here first. Carvana transaction happens either at the end of the first quarter or beginning of the second quarter of next year. Someone's going to buy Carvana or somehow there's going to be some changes, very material changes at Carvana in that time period after a terrible beginning of the year. That's You heard it here first. Dad, I want to bring up a couple comments quickly and also talk about the new car side because it influences mm -hmm. the used car side. Chad, Chad yes. is a dealer in the yes. Midwest. Chad, yes. thanks for being a part of the community. Keep realistic expectations. If you watch a price drop by thousands on a dealer's lot for a used car, they might be putting their best offer up front to unload it, pull the trigger. Good point here. We are yes. hearing from our own community that dealers are lowering advertised prices. What, they don't want to go much lower. What I would suggest is that that if that's the case, you go in and you at least attempt to get more off. And if you can't move them at all, okay, if there is absolutely no movement at all, then you pretty much know they're at the bottom. And 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 if it's if it's a good attractive offer in today's market, take it. Um, so and still you do, you, yes. do you do your due diligence oh, on, on the back end too. Yeah. Don't get don't be fooled by a what's the average interest rate now on an auto loan? Nine percent on a used car, ten yeah. percent. Don't just don't just sign up yes. for that. Don't just do get the extended warranty. So there's still things to negotiate, but you, you're right. You may end up the front end of the deal is the front end of the deal. You 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 take the shot, okay? I, I can guarantee you the one way you're not going to get it is if you don't ask, okay? If you don't ask, you can't find out. So always try for more. And if, they, if they're really digging their heels in, 
and they know that you're you're a legitimate buyer, um, you know, they don't really want to lose you. So if they if they dug their heels in and they can't afford to to lower it anymore, uh, that's a pretty good indication. Uh, so yes, I agree with Chad. If if you check the price history. And you see where it's been reduced by several thousand dollars. Yep. There might not be a lot of room left, but it doesn't mean you don't ask. And Pops, I just want to make it very, very clear on those back end pieces. So we yeah. can help you with the front end. We obviously yeah. already do. But on those back end pieces, we can now help there more than ever before. Dad, I took a phone call yesterday with a woman who bought a Kia Telluride 2023. Yes. She bought her extended warranty through YAA for $1,240. The dealership, she, they started her at five grand for their extended warranty. She showed them the YAA one. They, she got them down to $2,600. Wow. She still went with us. Thank you for that. But Thank on the warranty you, yeah. side, we can help you there. Finance and refinance, Dad. One of the best credit unions we work with, Wings Financial. Okay, mm -hmm. it's, it's literally 60 seconds to get a pre-approval. Here are their current rates. For a 2018 and newer vehicle. Dad. Wow. Okay, so when the dealership says, hey, great news, we got you approved for 72 months at 8.99%. No, you literally can get pre-approved with wings. It takes 60 seconds. And what does it cost you to get your, your pre-approval or ultimately your auto loan through a credit union? Five buck donation to join the credit union. Five dollars. Wow. So do the damn thing. Do not walk in there without having this pre-approval. It's just leaving money on the table. It's well, it's taking money out of your pocket. Yeah. Why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Oh, I wouldn't. I but... do it either. All right. I want to keep we going. We keep trying to put money in people's I pockets. I want to keep going here, Bob. Yes. Another thing impacting this was talked about in the Black Book market update. They said there were fewer rental car companies at the auctions this okay. week bidding up the price of cars. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Because October fleet sales were up nearly 50% year over year. Fleet sales to rental car companies were up 58% year over year. Wow. Okay. So this is an indicator, and I saw some comments in the chat. Well, what if there are more new, or, you know, if, if Toyota and Honda and Kia, they, they, they don't keep producing new cars, won't that, won't that increase used car? They're producing the cheapest new cars they can. Yeah, and they're selling them to the rental fleets. So you're taking even more demand out of the market because the rental mm -hmm. car companies aren't going to bid up the price of used cars anymore because they're now satisfied by their fleet orders. Yes. And you've got indications from the OEMs that they're not struggling as much with the chip shortage as they might want you to think anymore because they're actually producing their lowest margin vehicles again, the fleets. Perfect storm happening, man. Perfect storm happening where used car prices, again, more indicators that used car prices are just more pressure on them yes. to go down. Now, yeah, but it's not happening in my neighborhood. It's not happening in New York. It's not happening in Washington. It's not happening in California. Move! <laughs> Move to where it is happening, damn it! That was good. That was good. That hurts my eyes because you make it my... All right. I know you can't hear this, but... Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. me. All right, Dad. Uh, Thank you to everyone, by the way. We've got over 10,000 Instagram followers now. Thank you to everyone who has joined us over on Instagram. I am going to pull up a car deal that was sent in to us, and this is why you need to go in and you need to talk to them and you need to be informed, Dad. Really, you got to be kidding me. This is a 2022 Nissan Versa. I know it's a little small, Dad, yeah. but they're selling the vehicle at MSRP. Yeah. But then they're charging a $2,199 PDI. Wow. Can you explain what a PDI is and why this makes no effing sense? 
a PDI is a pre-delivery inspection, um, and it is required by every manufacturer on new cars when they ship them to their dealers that the dealer perform the pre-delivery inspection. Oh, and by the way, uh, that's a warranty item and is reimbursed by the manufacturer. And I guarantee you, from having spent a couple weeks in the business, <laughs> I guarantee you that Nissan Motors is not reimbursing a dealer $2,199 for a PDI. Uh, you know, maybe 130 bucks, maybe $150, um, maybe $200 a day. But it ain't $2,195. And there should be no charge to the customer for that. That is as bogus a dealer fee as you could ever hope to find. And then, then when, when people say, well, why do you bash the dealers all the time? Okay, there. That's why. Okay, what dealership was that in Smyrna, Georgia? All right, give me a second. I don't want to share the, the personal information. That is Nissan of Lithia Springs. Oh, my God. Look at that. So Nissan of Lithia Springs will sell you the car at MSRP. We're going to charge you $2,200 for a PDI that should never be paid for by the customer. And I didn't know Georgia dock fees are now up to $1,100, $1,098.50 for the dock fee. Dad. I've never seen that in oh Georgia. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's insane. Yes. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Well, there's. You know, we'll go visit Georgia on New Year's Day to go to a football game, but that's about it. That's about yeah. it, man. That seems that seems terrible. All right, the other really, you got to be kidding me, Dad. This came in from a community <laughs> member, and we've talked about Carvana. There was actually a couple funny chat messages just a moment ago talking mm. about, well, you know, when someone liquidates that inventory, like AutoNation comes in and buys Carvana, do they actually get the titles to the cars too? Well, the, those no, that's all, an extra. Those will those will only be the cars they buy. All right, Dad, the the TLDR of this story came yes. in from Kyle. He sent it over to me. Too long, didn't. Actually, I'll, I'll go through it. September of 2020, I bought a 2019 Dodge Grand Caravan from Carvana. Yeah. Okay, no big deal. I used my own financing with my credit union and traded in my 2019 Nissan Sentra. Again, September of 2020. Yeah, we've got now, Dad. I had moved states but left my registration in my home state because I was I'm a software contractor in the D.C. area. In March 2021, I traded in the van I had bought yes. to a Subaru dealership in Northern Virginia and leased a 2021 Outback. Okay. Very normal stuff. Yeah. A couple weeks later, I got a call from my credit union. The person in charge of the title department had never received the title for my van. Now the dealer makes, needed make, it. makes it harder for them to release it to the new dealer. She had tried to get in contact with Carvana, but was unsuccessful and asked if I would help her to try and get the title situation <laughs> under control. So I tried to call Carvana for two days each time I was on hold for over two hours before their system hung up on me. That's it was then I realized service. that they had blocked my number due to a warranty issue I had with the van. The way I figured this out was by downloading an app that would mask my number and call into their system and someone would answer within five to 10 minutes. But wow. if I called using my number, I would be on hold for nearly two hours before getting hung up on. Once I got in touch with someone, they said the title had been processed and they were not able to see why I did not have it. My next call was to the state who I'm very familiar with, being I have owned way too many personal cars and have helped run a buy here, pay here a lot in the past. I also sold new cars, so I knew something was not right. According to my contact at the state, Carvana did process the title, but they put themselves as the lien holder instead ah. of the credit union. So the title was in their possession somewhere. Now, to clarify, this was not a lien with their loan service or Bridgecrest. This was Carvana themselves listed as the lien holder. I called to double check. So back to masking my number and calling. I was routed to a new person every time. Yada, yada, yada. Um, 
It took me nearly a week to figure out what Carvana did and to actually find where the title was. And it took me uh, took both me and the representative from the credit union calling every day for nearly two weeks to get some sort of action. What finally did it, um, what finally did, it was a threat of legal action. It was an absolute mess. And I had, and I, had I not known how the car business works and the legal ins and outs of this, it would have taken much longer. Oh, my credit union now strongly advises customers against using Carvana. And I know people say, Ray, why do you bash Carvana? Why do you, why do you, why do you bash the people that buy from Carvana? I bash Carvana because they're not really in the car business, so to speak. Okay, they were in let's create a a stock bubble business and let's us cash out. And they did to the tune of billions of dollars. God bless them. It's the American way. I get it. Screw your customers. <laughs> screw customer service. Make your money. Go invest it wisely because, you know, the lawsuits you are probably going to need it. Um, but. The reason I, I I don't like people to do business with Carvana is because there is no customer service. Because if you don't know the ins and outs, you are going to get strung along for months. You have bought a vehicle that has a title. A title is a negotiable instrument, okay? It is meant to be changed from one name to another in a timely fashion when somebody buys it from somebody else. And they can't seem to do that on a regular basis, on a large percentage. Maybe it's a small percentage of the vehicles that they sell. So let's say in the third quarter, they sold 102,000 used cars. And let's say, just for fun, let's say out of that 102,000 used cars, they got the titling right on 100,000 of them. Well, what about those 2,000 people that paid for something that they can't legally drive? Okay? what about So so if you can't get it right 100% of the time, you shouldn't be in the business. I understand that there can be situations where something falls through the cracks, where, there's, where it's just an unusual circumstance. Okay? So you get it right 99.99% of the time. Not... 98% of the time, not 97% of the time, okay? And don't blame it on antiquated <laughs> systems that the states have in place. That's that's more BS. It, it, I know, for the most part, customers hate dealers. Um And, like, Nissan of Lithia Springs is a reason why customers... <laughs> hate dealers, do some due diligence, and I'm going to say it, check with the Better Business Bureau. Check with us. Check with us. Check with the Better Business Bureau. Um, check different. Check with people, okay? Talk to people and find the good dealerships because they do exist. They are out there. They might be in the minority, but they're there. And go do business with one of those dealers. And at least, at least if you have to sue them, you know, it'll probably be a lot easier. <laughs> well said. If you got to sue them, it'll be easier. And seriously, we can help you with that. If you become a YAA member, whether it's YAA plus or join us for 90 days for our car buying program, the membership pays for itself. 100% it pays for itself. 
We can help you with the financing, the insurance, the warranty, negotiating the price of the vehicle, selling your own car, getting the maintenance and repairs done. Truly, everything is there for you. The video consults we even offer now as well. And if you use the code YouTube, Y-O-U-T-U-B-E, you will get 20% off. That is a promotion that we're just generally running right now. So that's on YAA+. So use the code YouTube, sign up, let us help you, Dad, because you're so right. There are so many opportunities for this to go wrong. We're here to help you make it right we've got so many other pieces we need to cover but you'll have to join us again tomorrow at so what please time? we'll be back at 12 p.m eastern time 9 a.m specific my eye should be smaller because i got a prescription today yes yes this is really uncomfortable though yeah well you know you know how's it look uh, ugly thank you yeah you're welcome Two days in a row where I had to be the better looking co-host. I don't get it. Yeah, Yeah, you've done a great job. So please join us back here tomorrow. We'll have plenty more to cover. It's an interesting time in the market to say the least. And and it's awesome. Thousands of people are getting more informed about this and making smarter decisions. Huge win. Absolutely. So everybody, thanks for being here today. We'll see you back here again tomorrow, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Have a great day. Go out and vote, damn it. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.